It is Thursday, just after the Supporters Club meeting. I'm joined by two of the people that went. Firstly, Bez, how are you doing? Yeah, good, mate. How are you? Yeah, not too bad, not too bad. And also joined by Tom. How are you doing, mate? I'm all right. Thank you, boys. Yeah, really good. Good, good. Sam? Let me lead you into this segue, Johnny. Go on, then. Because I got the Supporters Club meeting tonight as having a chat with Baggers. And one okay. of the first things he asked me is, is there any update on Johnny and the Kooky? So it's the Sentinel are talking about it, Johnny. He's made the Sentinel. Come on, everyone wants to know what's going on with this Kooky. If he wants to do an article, I'll stand by it looking all sad. <laughs> <laughs> that suggests it's not good news. It's not good news. I've been living off microwave jacket potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> and how many value boxes? Um, I, haven't had a, I haven't had another value box since, but I've had a pizza tonight. <laughs> <laughs> How many points in that? Mate, don't, I'm not asking. I'm, uh, we're, we're, <laughs> yeah, we're restarting once the cook is fixed. Fair enough, fair it's enough. It's not impossible. But, um, yeah, someone's coming out Tuesday, and apparently they, they can fix it or replace it. So let's see what happens. Tuesday, that's a long time away. What's that? will be about a week and a half without a cookie. Yeah, we can off. But the only reason why it's taken so long is we had an electrician come and have a gander and he said the electrics were all sound. Um, and then we had a toss-up between claiming off the house insurance and just classing class to the or or um, spoke to the people that provided it because there's a 10-year parts warranty that came with it and this is going to bore the shitting pants off everyone. But <laughs> anyway, um, there's a 10-year parts warranty that comes with it. So I explained the situation. I explained that it's my own cocking fault. Not, like, it's, it's not just broke, has it? Very and, honest of you. Yeah. And she was like, well, we do this. We, we do this appliance cover that's that's £10 a month. Um, and I was like, that's 120 quid a year. Sound okay. So what's it cover? And she was like, well, it covers guaranteed fix or replacement. I was like, my insurance excess is 350 quid. I'm taking this. So let's see what happens Tuesday. So you take it, even though the cuckoo's already knackered, you can claim what it. Yeah, that's and, what and then once they fix it, you can just cancel the insurance. You've got to keep it for the 12 months. Oh, right. Yeah, but for 120 quid for the 12 months. Yeah. If it, it, It's covered then if it goes again as well in that 12 months or if anything breaks on it. So I'm just like, do you know what? Like, she went through all the T's and C's and said it's not covered for accidental damage. But I'm, I'm, that's not my problem. I told her where it happened. And she sold me a product knowing that. So, yeah. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm taking that consumer rights. If, if so, I'm, I'll, I'll be messaging Rory asking him what is it. <laughs> <laughs> There we go, that's the cooker update. That's cooker updates. Um, but I think we'll, we need to move on to something a, a, a lot more serious. Lads, it's been a year since Lee Collins passed already. Mm. Like, where has that gone? It just... It doesn't seem... It, it doesn't, does it? At all, no. Yeah, when I saw Yeovil at the weekend, did a sort of memorial for him, a bit of a tribute to Lee Collins' game. You know, they picked that game and his, his girls were down there, his wife was down there and, you know, his wife spoke on Twitter about how much that meant to her and mental health. We haven't talked about it for a while, have we? No, we haven't. And I think it's obviously, you don't really, you don't want to be talking about it just because something's happened, but yeah. 
it's as good a time as any, isn't it, to to discuss it? And I think a big thing is let's on Saturday give give Lee another another round of there's only one Lee Collins because yeah. he, he deserves it just as much as anybody does. Yeah. Um, and like you say, just make sure that people are talking is the main thing. Like stuff's happened these last couple of years have been vile for a lot of people. Um, and it might not be easy. Like friends might not be there that were there previously, and you might feel really alone. And I just think the big thing is just talk. It's like if you if you need to message the pod or one of us or whatever, I know it's it's always there, and it, it's easy to say, and it can feel like a a hollow gesture, shall we say? But you'll get a response. Yeah, definitely yeah. will. Definitely will talk. And you know, men and women talk. Men don't want to talk. A stat I've seen going around lately is 12 men a day committing suicide through mental health. It's one every two hours across the country. That's far too... One in a year is far too many. That's talk to us in men and women. We're not sort of just looking after the males here. We're open. Talk to us. And it's, it's a massive issue, mental health. And I've spoken openly on here that I've had mental health battles in the past that have taken me quite low. And I'm quite open about them now and talk about them. And the biggest thing I can say is talk because you don't realise how much steam you let off by talking. And when you bottle it up, you do bottle it up and you put a smile on and paint a smile on for the world. And unfortunately, the world doesn't see what goes on behind closed doors. And just reaching out to that one person and speaking, we're here and if we can help, speak to us. And yeah. I don't know what more to say on it. No, I think I think that's the thing, isn't it, mate? Like you say, it's, it means more from someone that's that that's been through them battles as well, because everything's different. Like no no one person's suffering with the same thing, even if it's labelled as the same issue. Yeah. But you can share what 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 works for you. Like I know fully well that if I was going through it and you said go for a run, that wouldn't help me. Yeah. But how much does that help you? Do you know what I mean? Massive, like, mate. Massive. It, it's like you can suggest ideas and someone can try it, whatever. If it works, great. If it doesn't, at least you're talking. And it's it's all for the battle, I think. Once you start opening up and sharing, then it's it's there, isn't it? It's, that stigma's then kind of gone of, oh, look, man up sort of thing. And yeah, yeah. So totally the biggest advice I can give, and I was chatting to someone fairly recently over mental health and, you know, how they were feeling and what they could do. And the biggest thing I said to them is find half an hour in your day that's for you. And for me, that half an hour is running, as you say, Johnny. For someone else, that half an hour might be just sitting and monging out in front of the tally, but you're not thinking of things and you're doing something for you. That half an hour might be lying in a bath with a book. It could be sat in the garden when the sun's out. It doesn't have to be physical exercise. Physical exercise works for me, releases endorphins, I get me time. But it's finding half an hour in the day, especially when you've got children you've got family which i haven't so it's easier for me in that sense but finding half an hour in a day that you can just sit down and it's your time or you can go out and it's your time it might be a gentle walk it doesn't have to be a run it might be reading a book but find time for you and i think life gets that busy that people forget that and you get up and straight away you're on the go you're getting the kids ready for school you're not sitting down for 10 minutes when you wake up you're at work all day you come home you're getting tea you're then doing x y and z and then you're going to bed and just find half an hour in the day that's your time and i've done mental health first aid and that was one of the big things i picked up you need you time 
and even everything going on around you, there's nothing wrong, and it's not selfish to say, I want half an hour for me. No, and I think I think that's the big thing is is like you say, just say look, I need this time, and then it's like yes, I'm going to have it. It's like you 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 need to support the person that you're with if you're with someone, sort of thing, and yeah. they they need to do the same thing for you. And the, the biggest like thing I could say is like like you've just said, it's just make sure you're doing something you enjoy every day. Yeah, yeah, because. We all know what life's like. You get busy and a week leads to two weeks, leads to a month, leads to three months and you're in a rut. Yeah. Do, do something for you. Do something that makes you happy. And as well, we've had some sad news to the pod that, that's been sent, haven't we, by by someone that's listened from the start, Bez? So. We have, yeah. Friend of the show, Dan, and we know that tweeted last weekend that as much as at the game couldn't enjoy it and, you know, unfortunately... His uncle's passed away at 60 years old, so thoughts to Dan and his family. And again, anything we can do, just reach out to us. Yeah, 100%. And it's it's another member of the Vale family, so yeah, it, it's, it's what we do, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? We look after his own. And um, obviously, don't know, don't know if, if Dan wants to or not, but if if there's a round of applause or anything at 60, 60 minutes that he's, he's looking for and stuff, just let us know and we'll get it tweeted out and we'll get the a bit of backing from it because I think it's still the least we can do. Definitely. Um, and then we've had some news today out the club about the Rudge statue. Um, and I think you you two have heard a bit from the supporters club as well about it. Um, obviously, Rudgy turns 80 in three years, is it? Yeah. yeah. Um, and we're looking at honouring him. Um, so the first, first bit of that's going to happen Monday. Um, in the Valiant Suite, isn't it? From yeah. was it half seven? Seven. Seven, seven? The doors open half seven. It starts. Yeah. So the the sculptor's going to be there. We're going to get to see what his head's going to look like. He's going to um, sculpt the flat cap in front of people. There's there's going to be a bit of donations and, and buckets going round to help out sorting it out. I think the big thing is it's John Rudge, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? The guy is an absolute hero to so many Vale fans that it's probably one of them things as well, isn't it? That's the least we can do as a club to honour him. Um, And yeah, he's he's 80 in three years. So that's when we're looking at finishing it. Um, Big thing is, you've said Ray Walker is going to be there, isn't he, with Conlon? Yeah, Conlon. And hopefully Popey, I think, as well was mentioned. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully, but um, he, he's not 100% confirmed yet. But I think, like I say, there's, there's a lot of good coming out of the club as well at the minute. And this is another thing that the supporters club are doing really well. Yeah, definitely. And they spoke, didn't they? You talk about it, Tom. I've spoken Yeah, I mean, they, they mentioned um, it's going to be the same size as the Sprosen statue. Um, it's still up for question as to where on the ground it's going to go. Um, and I, I, I'm going to be there personally Monday night. I uh, want to see, have a look at it, and get him. I'd be as close and get involved as much as I can in in seeing it and and whatnot. And it'd be great to see all the listeners up there and other Bale fans. So it's not. I really don't want to get there, and there's not a lot of people there knocking about. I feel like John Rudge deserves better than that, and 
100%. And what they said, they? the sculptor on Monday will live be sculpting the cat that's actually yeah. going on the statue, which I'd love to be there. But unfortunately, I'm down Exeter for work Monday, Tuesday next week. So I can't go. I might pay a visit to their ticket office for anyone listening while I'm down Exeter and just say hello and ask them where my ticket is. But yeah, on a serious note, I'd love to be there. And I'm absolutely gutted that it's come on Monday when... I'm away for work for the night and I'm spending all day Monday, Tuesday and Exeter. But I'd love to be there. So get yourselves down there. Donate what you can. And the book is Times Are Hard. We know that. So don't donate what you can't afford. But if you can afford, chuck a pound in. Everything helps. Get yourselves down there and support it. And anything we can do, Johnny, from a podcast, we want to help any way we can with this Rudgy's. Well, anything to do with the club, but this Rudgy statue is massive, isn't it? We want to help. Yes. It is. And I think, like... You've only got to look at the other bits that are going along along with it as well. That was announced tonight, wasn't it? That there's something else that um, that they're going to do to try and raise a bit of money as well. So, yeah, um, Mullen Pottery. That's the one. Yeah, getting some John Rudge tribute cups out, and they did say they had one there tonight to look at until Rudge took it himself, which is fair enough. Yeah. I think they've, uh, from the supporters club as well. I think they, uh, I think it was mentioned in the in the financial side of the meeting that they've already raised. It's about six thousand. Six, six grand, I think, yeah. already for the statue, which is fantastic from from a supporters club perspective. Yeah. So hats off to them, the people who work hard behind the scenes towards that as well. Yeah, and I think they said as well they've also got about thirteen thousand there for the Lord Street concourse Street. already. Yeah. Um, a, lot, a, lot of, a lot of good that's coming from it, isn't there? So yeah. we'll, we'll stick on the theme of the supporters club. Um, anything worth noting today? Um, anything big changes? Any, any surprises? Or uh, just, there was one thing I wanted to mention on here, purely just to stop the meltdown on Twitter, is the Robbie Williams tickets. They yeah. will they will be going through Ticketmaster, not the veil or anything like that so the announcement will come from Ticketmaster first and the veil will then retweet and everything just so we don't have this oh I've been a veil season ticket holder for 25 years where's my Robbie ticket thing (laughs) and let's be honest and this was brought up tonight not in this way but all veil is is a venue it's nothing to do with Vale about the tickets. Vale haven't got hold of the tickets. Exeter haven't either, so we can't go on their website and buy them before they go on sale. <laughs> but yeah, there's nothing to do with all Vale are doing is providing a venue, and then it's over to Robbie and his management team and Ticketmaster and whoever. So Vale can't help you with tickets. Mm. The only thing we're getting out of this gig is PR. Yeah, which will be great PR, Fantastic. providing it goes well. You know, if he comes on stage and there's no sound. And it might, it might not go too well, but uh, but yeah, the only thing we're getting is PR out of this. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and it, what else? I know. What they said, the shirts might be on sale for them. So hopefully, um, hopefully, a, a good bit of kit, kit money from that. Yeah. yeah. Um, he, he he wouldn't confirm to me whether it was going to be one or two kits. He yeah, said okay. we'd have to wait for the press release. So I issue, I don't know whether we'll make the decision. Do we? steer away from the gold away kit this year and then the gold becomes the third like the black did this season and we'll yeah. we kind of go for maybe do we go for another black kit this season as the away kit well let me ask you both 
your preference home kit, black and gold again, or back to black and white for the home kit? For me, for me, it black shorts. I mean, is, are we, we're all white, aren't we? All white with gold. This is, gold. is this not the first season in Christ is how long where we haven't been relegated in all yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, and yeah. Yeah. Um, we're quite okay in saying mathematically we won't get yeah. relegated. I, I personally, I, I liked the white and gold. I thought yeah. it made a nice change. I, I would like to see us go back to black and white. But obviously that would, would that depend on what's happening with the away kit? I suppose if we're going for a black away kit, does that limit how much black we have to put on our yeah, probably home kit? Um, but that all depends. I mean, I might be way off. We might go for a green away kit next season, and yeah, you never know. But yeah, uh, I personally would prefer to go back to black and white. Being a traditionalist, I would. In the black and gold kit at first, I didn't particularly like it just because I said it was a lovely kit, but it's not a lovely veil kit. And being a traditionalist, I'd like to go back to black and white, but I do really like the black and gold. We play in white and gold. But... Yeah. yeah. Yeah, white and gold. That's <laughs> what I mean. It's later. It's five past ten now. It's past my bedtime. Past your bedtime, indeed. Yeah. The other thing that come out of Sporters Club, and they couldn't give a date as Popey's testimonial. Yeah. Um, the, ideally, you'd play at the end of the season. We can't book anything because we don't know if we're going to have a playoff game at this stage. Um, then we've got the Robbie concert. So, obviously, we haven't got a pitch at that point because we've got a st- stage and that on it. So, they're looking at early next season. It will be played on a Sunday. No date for it yet, but it'll be a Sunday early next season when the season's kicked off by the sound of it. So, you're probably looking August time on a Sunday by the sound of it once it's top. And I think they mentioned when we were away that weekend as well. Yes, I think they did when we were so, away. So the pitch weekend. wasn't having two games in a weekend on it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And they're still yeah, going ahead with and, the and I I, I'll be honest, I don't think it would even be playoff dependent. I don't think they'd have enough time between no. the end of the season or anything to pull it forward in that in that period of space. So I would I would say it's gonna be August at the earliest on a Sunday. And they're still going ahead with the golf day and the meal, but again, details will follow. They can be done at any point, Yeah, details will follow. I'm trying to think anything else. Um, they did ask that we refrain from flares at away games. Yes, that was a big one. After, uh, within the Bradford one, someone to get burned yeah. on the front row when it was thrown. Um, and I think it's probably important that we reiterate that. Definitely, as yeah, good shout. And they are very illegal, aren't they? And very, very illegal, not just very, illegal, not just illegal. Garlic. They are yeah. very illegal. No, I think it was Mark. Oh, was it Mark? Wasn't Mark. it? Sorry, it said Sorry, very Colin. dangerous and very illegal. <laughs> so yeah, but to reiterate it, and you know. As daft as it sounds, yes, they might look nice. You don't know if people standing around you, if you set one off, have got asthma. And it could be very dangerous for them, not just from a burning perspective, but breathing perspective. And yeah, they are illegal. Please don't take them into the ground. It doesn't look good on the club. As much as you think it might. Um, uh, Adam Martin spoke about, didn't he, that this is probably one of, if not the best dressing room and best club he's ever been at. He likened it to when he was at Southampton. 
Yeah, so, and in the, same, in the same breath, when he was at Southampton, there was players like Lalana and Ricky Lambert there. So, yeah, yeah, I'll but take he, that. <laughs> he, and he said, genuinely, play, there's no player in the dressing room that upsets the apple court. They all, he says, even the young lads, they they haven't really got to keep their feet on the ground because they're pushing. Everyone's pushing each other. And it's not like they have to pull the young lads in and calm them down a bit because of the playoff run. He says they're all very focused, very determined, and. If someone isn't pulling the weight in training, they soon get found out, basically, didn't he? Mm-hmm. He said he said the standard at the minute in training. He said probably if he tried, it it couldn't be any higher currently. Yeah, which is which is probably something I've never heard a player say. Mm-hmm. Um, so well, that is good to hear. You always said there's a there's twenty percent more normally, don't you? That training yeah. to play sort of thing. But, yeah. But, for him to come out and say, and, and I don't think he would have said it. He seemed like very open, very open, very genuine yeah. about everything he said. He, he reiterated that, you know, towards the start of the season, he, he perhaps didn't have the best best of times because he was in and out, in and out. And he said, he, he, by his own admissions, he said, you'd probably get the best out of him as a footballer when he starts a run of games, which I think we can all kind of see that he is probably telling the truth with regards to that. Yeah. Um, so when he kind of said that at the minute, you can't really be asking for much more from everyone because everyone is giving everything they've got in every on and off the pitch. Yeah. And when he was asked about high and low points of the season, although it's a cracking answer, it's just high points. I'm hoping that's still to come. Mm-hmm. That's what you want to hear, isn't it? The fact yeah. that players are actually wanting something from the season as well. So, yeah, I asked him how many times he did about Proctor's goal from him, and he says yeah. far too many. <laughs> and then <laughs> that was good. Yeah, and then I said, did he remind Proctor that he'd, he'd already scored a volley when he was off the ground earlier in the season? Of course, Martin did, and he says yes, but he didn't listen. <laughs> and the players were made to watch the goal again. All the players had to watch the goal again. But he says, rightly so. To be fair, when a goal like that scored, which I think is fair enough. Yeah, they've had the video day today, haven't they? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I assume they will travel tomorrow. I'd say so. Yeah, I would. Bit of a jaunt, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And if they did, he did say as well when they when they do these overnight stops for away games, they they're all involved together. There's they're having quizzes and stuff like this. It's it's all done together, and that's not just the team. It's the backroom staff, the Carol's involved. You know, Collins involved. Everyone is in this head. From top to bottom at the club, and I think that it shows through because they. That I think it was the first thing he said, wasn't it? Was I think I asked him what life was like at Port Vale, and he straight away just went straight in and said how it, Carol is probably the best owner he's ever had. Yeah, yeah, he did, he did, and then not to leave Richie out from the marketing department, the commercial department. You know, Richie said that he's been here since just before the pandemic. Now, you know, again reiterated how good the club was from top to bottom. He says, you know, the owners, I ask them for something and it's never just a straight note. They'll look into everything and they'll see what they can do for you. He says, the managers of all the departments all talk to each other and right down to, you know, Dan and the media guys, they're all good. And Dan's a good manager, speaks to his teams. You've got Colin, etc. One thing that was brought up was a scoreboard. And this was brought up tonight about having a big screen at Vale. And Richie said, you know, he always speaks to the owners about it, but it's not just the cost of putting it in, it's the running cost of the electric and everything when it's in. But it is something that they've looked at and they're talking about. So 
you know, everything that he can do, it sounds as though he's doing from a commercial point of view to push the club forward. And it was quite positive. He said that a lot of businesses are talking to Vale about looking for investment and sponsorship and commercial deals and businesses are bouncing back locally and want to be involved with the Vale because of everything that's going on at the club. It's positive, isn't it? It's, if businesses want to get involved, that's great for us because obviously it means, it means money. And if you get the right sort of businesses involved, then... It helps them grow and, yeah, what more can you want for the community, really? Yeah, definitely. I think that's the main topics, wasn't it, Tom? Yeah, I pretty, I pretty much feel like we've uh, we've nailed it across the board there, mate. If, if I do yeah. think of anything else throughout yeah. the pod, I will say. But... There was a little bit about fans being searched, weren't there, before <sighs> games? Very yeah, and, you, you know, just nothing... had to reiterate it was random, wasn't it? Yeah, and it's got to be random. They can't just search 20-year-olds who are wearing Stone Islands because that would be discriminatory. So if you're a 70-year-old going the ground and get searched, they do search a range of people, and it's not to be taken personally. I personally, if someone searches me, don't take it personal. I'd rather them search people, we get in the ground and everyone's safe in the ground, and someone brings something in they shouldn't. So... It, just to reiterate, it's not personal if they search you. It's a random sample check of people and they do it. And yeah, that was it, really. Mm. That's everything. Well, that's um, sounds like it was a half decent supporters club night. So happy days and bring on the next one. Um, yep. So I've got a question for you both. And Ooh. it stems from last weekend and the fact that the PA system in the paddock just was was wank again that was brought up at the supporters club so we might yeah. be able to answer this <laughs> well mate, I, I, you do think you will but um goal music keep it or get rid of it it's an ordinance because there's times where i think it actually helps when it's been a bit of a damp squid and fans have got something to sing to but then saturday when it didn't come on for that first goal and you see the goal coming, I know people picked up on this on Twitter, how good was it here in the EIEIEIO straight after the goal? And that, That's 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 what's poised the question because that sounded perfect to me and it yeah. sounded a lot better than Glad All Over did. But then yeah. I also know that, like, like you just said, if it's Tuesday night and it's a diabolical game, you've scored an 89th minute winner sort of thing, it's, it's helpful, but... Personally, if you're forcing me to pick, I'd say get red. I would. I'm gonna. I'm gonna throw a different option in there. I would change the song. Oh. To what? I don't. I, I don't know. I've got like a. You know, like I, I do quite like the. You know, like the. Oh, the Carnival de Paris. Yeah. Um, something a bit more football orientated maybe Fair not, enough. not just a, I mean I do think that Gladwell over does um, does kind of bring something like you both said it can it can liven it, liven it up somewhat but personally I just think we need to bring it how long has it been our goal music for now Christ, yeah as long as I can remember yeah, I, th- I think we need to just change it. Um, I, 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 this is probably going to be slightly unpopular as well. Uh, I also, I don't know, I don't like 
we're kind of getting into a bit of a stage away from home as well that as soon as we score away from home we have to sing Super Vale away we just I'd, I'd like just a bit of a mix up maybe um, yeah. but yeah the change in the goal music I would like even if we put Glad all over no goal music and then three other suggestions you play put on the snippet that you are suggesting and then I don't know let the fans decide I suppose mm-hmm. your answer to that one Johnny um I was I was undecided because like Saturday I I, I would have scrapped it straight after do you know what I mean after after listening to the goal cam back and stuff like that on Sunday I was like do you know what it that was a load better than any anything has been in a while but then sitting and thinking about it like I can't imagine what it'd be like on a midweek game where there's hardly anyone in and it's cold it's wet and you've just scored and the atmosphere wasn't great anyway mm. it's a good pick me up isn't it sometimes and yeah I just think that like you've kind of either got to have goal music or kind of an unwritten rule of this is what happens when a goal goes in do you know what I mean not just like having half the fans singing one thing some singing another some just clapping sort of thing you'd have to have it and that's just not going to happen at our club because they can't keep keep time to a song when they're clapping let alone orchestrate something else so apart from that we've got bloody brilliant fans yeah the, the clapping thing just winds me up like when there's a song on in the background and we and we speed up, like we want to finish the song so we can start a new one. I just like, I just enjoy it. Like, I have to say the the atmosphere last Saturday was probably the best I've seen at Avail Park for a long time. Yeah, yeah. it was brilliant, wasn't it? Yeah, I really. The Bristol Road ones like lining up to be absolutely huge. And I know we've got Oldham before and there, but Bristol Rovers have sold a good fifteen hundred tickets already, so. I can see that gate being eight, nine thousand against Bristol, presuming we don't fuck up the next four games. I would I would I would think bare minimum. If it's if it's coming to Easter Monday, we're both still in, I would be probably disappointed if it wasn't twelve thousand. You think? God yeah. They'll they could quite comfortably sell that away and out Bristol Rovers, I think. They could, yeah. And we realistically, if we're coming into what, three games from the end? And we're still in and around the top three. If we aren't selling 8,000 tickets, then we need to start having a look somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah fair point. Because I guarantee they'll all turn up when they want that promotion game. Yeah, they'll all turn up for Exeter away, won't they? Yeah. If they can I'm get a ticket. Yeah, if they can get a ticket. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, no, I, I, you've got to be looking double figures at least. Yeah, I think it'll be a really good gate, Bristol, as long as we're still... And we should be. We should be. Yeah, we should. Got three big games though between now and then. But yeah. yeah. So to, to to conclude, goal music. We haven't really got a clue, have we? No, <laughs> no, we, no. no we. I think we uh, quite leveled out. At not sure there, didn't we? Yeah. <laughs> let's, let's all just sit on the fence, aren't it? Yeah. But, Splinters yeah. in the ass. <laughs> I think, like I say, there's, there's time and a place. But at the minute, I'd I'd happily get rid of it so we, we can just. Enjoy what we've got, but yeah. it's not always going to be that way, is it? So let's see. Um, Bess, 
It's that time of the week. It's better the week. Better the week. Let's have a look and play man has sent it over, hasn't he? Yeah, as he sent it over, we can actually give him his credit this week. Yeah, um, after of course we won last week. We did. But then play man's better the week, and it's the one he's gone for in our hacker as well. But he's gone for half of it. Oh, he's gone for half of it. Yes. Chef Wednesday v AFC Wimbledon. So Wednesday's run of just one loss in their last nine and only three losses so far in 2022 has reignited their season and they came back from the international break knowing that a continued push would seal their spot in the playoffs. Now sitting in the dizzy heights of six and absolutely full of goals before the two-week hiatus. They played last weekend play, man. They won 4-1. They're left <laughs> with seven games to get the job done. And given the current run, it would be no surprise to see them in the hunt for for automatic spots if a few of those around them slip up. They picked up a dominant 4-1 win over Cheltenham in the last game, coming from behind with goals from Luongu, Gregory, Hunt and Byers to pick up another three points. And the win took the goals tally to 18 in the last five here at Hillsborough. And it carries on and carries on. And down to the bet, he's gone Chef Wednesday to win and over 2.5 goals. So that's decent it in play point. man's bet. Yeah, decent one. Can't, can't argue against that. Um... Chef Wednesday have been de- in decent form, so ha- happy days. Yeah, and for the podcast bet, he's gone Chef Wednesday score two plus goals, hasn't he? He has. Um, you've backed Wickham, haven't you? You've Wickham minus one at home to Doncaster. Yeah, what's all that about? Just fancied him. And I was going to go just Wickham win, but the odds weren't very good, and I thought you lot had moan at me, so I thought I'd boost <laughs> the odds by going Wickham minus one. So probably going to win one nil now. Probably. And miss a penalty in the 98 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Well, Stu's even gone brave. Yeah. Although, when you look at the teams playing, is it brave? Mm, it's, yeah. I don't know. Probably not the team he's playing, but he had Forest Green to win and scored win by oh. two goals. So Yeah. He's had Forest Green starting on minus two to win. Yeah. So, that's decent. And then, yeah. I've gone brave. Yeah. Barely. So, I don't think it's very brave. We're not yeah. winning a barrow. We're not going up. So we've got to win. Yeah, so you've gone Vale away. When, and to be fair, cracking odds. And five are on at £111.49. Back on them for anyone that yeah. wants to join us. And like I say, I do know we had a follower last week that did our bet and added a couple of his own. And we've got a cracking return. Yeah, didn't it? It's, um, yeah. And we're company. over 300 quid now. We are. Happy days. But, and then... We've, we've got to finish with the biggest news of the week. Dazzle's back. He is. He is. The main man is back in the building. He's back. He might not be on the touchline yet, but he's back in the building. Yeah, great that, news. How much of a lift is that going to be in these games for the players, do you reckon? Not just the players, I think everyone around the club. Well, uh, yeah. Aaron Martin spoke tonight about him. And he just said how much of a great bloke he is to have around the club, and um, he is—he's—he he sets the standards, doesn't he? He does. Um, and uh, when when the uh, when the statement came out, was it yesterday? Wasn't it? Yeah. Um, I think just the whole. I went on Twitter, and the whole of Twitter just came to life for Vale, and it was the buzz of having him back around the place. Yeah, it's amazing. He'll give the place. Let I'm glad Clarky feels ready to come back for a few days a week, and let's. There's no manual for when 
the right time come back is when the right time get back in the dugout is. He's got lessons to himself, lessons to his family, but it's great to have him back. Preparations for next season start because him and Flickcroft will be working on recruitment. And I think it's really important that Daz is there and he gets input into the players that we're going to sign. Otherwise, he comes back in the season and he's, just, he's got the new players, whereas now he's really involved and I'm sure Flickcroft will be looking after him and it's just great to have him in the club again. It is. And I think, like, just everything about it from a, obviously from a purely football point of view, it kind of allays a couple of fears that were going round. I know there was a lot of people that didn't really want to say it, but he's he's the best manager we've had in a long time. And there was a lot of fears of, can can you ever come back from this? And in being in the club, that just kind of gives everyone that little bit of a pickup just when we need it, I think. Yeah, it's that. definitely. And I think Saturday is going to be special. And again, the Bristol Rovers game, I've, I've seen on Twitter that a Walsall fan can't be asked to go his game. So it's coming that game in the Bristol Rovers. And he's going to absolutely hate that minute, isn't he, when every, everyone's singing Daryl Clark's name. Yeah. But I'm just so happy he's back. I'm so happy that he feels in a place where he's ready to come back into work in some capacity. Yeah. And as soon as he's back in that dugout, he's going to feel something special. And hopefully it'll be leading out to League One club. Yeah, completely agree, mate. Um, and I think that is everything for the news this week. It's been a um, a busy news week. Yeah. Uh, which is nice. Um, have I missed anything? Either I don't think so. No. No, that's perfect then. So, Barrow. Let's mm. talk Phil Brown's Barrow. Ugh. Yeah. Have you got your sunglasses ready? Oh, I just don't like them, man. He can't be having a tan and Barrow, can he? I don't know. He had a tar- tan and Hull. True. So, yeah. although, did Hull get the capital of culture once? Yes. So, so there so there we go. I don't think that guarantees sunshine, now, does it? <laughs> never, not quite. Gu- guarantees some beds, I think. <laughs> it, it, was, it was more the culture than the weather. So, yeah. I'll be honest, I feel like he he's either going to be classed as a genius or it's just going to be the end of his managerial career because he has probably gone into Barrow at the worst possible time and I think the only reason they stay up is that Scunny and hopefully Stevenage are worse because they have got a horrible run in yeah Barrow Barrow's run's not nice at all, is it? No, they've got they've got us Saturday, then Crawley, uh, and then it's Forest Green, Salford, Sutton, Exeter, Swindon, Northampton. But not well, many the, of the top seven, then. In the nicest way, let's hope after they've played us, then they go on a cracking run, stay up because they've taken points off all the other yeah, sides. Well, up there. Yeah, as long as we win Saturday, and then Phil Brown can be the Messiah for the rest of the season. That's fine. Definitely. Definitely. And they've also brought Thingy back in January, didn't they? John Rooney, Wayne Rooney's brother. Yeah, John's back from Stockport, was he? Yeah, Stockport. And obviously he's a bit of a legend at Barrow, isn't he? Because he was part of the side that come up to the Football League originally. Yeah. Um, He's a decent one. And then obviously we all know that um, ex-Walsall striker is there. Josh Gordon's there, isn't he? Local lad. Yeah, so 
he'll obviously be looking to ruin the party. Definitely, because he's a big Stoke fan. Yeah, so we, we, we all know how that goes. But um, look, it, it's kind of, for me, it's an open and shut case. It's, it's another must-win game. And we've got, what, 14 points now from the last six, is it? Yeah. So, do you know what I mean? If it turns out 15 from the last seven... Overall, it's not that's not a bad run, is it? But it's just I just want to win as many games as possible now, and we've got a tough one coming up Tuesday. So, but get a win on Baltier and and it's sixteen points from the last six. I'm just thinking, once it five wins and a draw. Yeah, it's five, yeah, it's sixteen, isn't it? I think. Sixteen, yeah. I thought I'm sure I saw something earlier that that showed us us on thirteen and Exeter on fourteen or something like that. Was that from the last five, maybe, rather than six? We've only, we've only lost, we've only drawn with Exeter, haven't we? Yeah, we've won Colchester. the other five, haven't we? So the last six is definitely 16 points. Fair enough. Maybe right. it was the last five, what you saw, because that would be... Yeah, because Exeter are still Exeter, in yeah. there, aren't they? So yeah. that would be 13 from the last five. I'll have a look, because someone, it was, someone was talking manager of the month, um, and that's when someone had put Matty Taylor had got a better record than Crosby. Give me a moment. I'll find it on Twitter. We were tagged you, in it earlier. You find that, but yeah, it's six Tom, we've got to go to Barrow and beat him, haven't we? Got to. Uh, if yeah. we win at Barrow, is a point at Salford okay? Yes. Because they're worried me a little bit. Now. I mean, I, I think, as far as I'm aware, the, the fixtures for the weekend are relatively it's uh, quite, teams, it's, teams against each other. Yes, I think there is. There's three. Um, Northampton, Mansfield, I think, or Northampton Forest. Northampton have got one of the sides again. Northampton, Mansfield, I'm sure it is. Bristol Rovers, Bradford, Forest Green, Scunny, uh, Mansfield, Northampton, yeah. Newport, Exeter. Um, so if we were, if we we go there and we pick up three points and we we start putting a bit of a gap, if we can put a bit of a gap between us, then yeah, I mean obviously. You, you want to keep winning. You want to keep going. You want to put as many points between you and whoever else as you possibly can. But sometimes, you know, you have to kind of... We aren't going to... I don't... Christ, be a bloody miracle if we go between now and the end of the season winning every game. But, you know, somewhere along the road, we we have to... You have to take these points as good points. Yeah. Um, I think we said... Back in uh, January, I think it might have been, when we went to Orient. And at the time, there was people saying, no, it's not a good point. And after how they dropped down the table, it looked it. But then it started us, it stopped us losing. And we went on a bit of a run from that then. Um, so, you know, point uh, a point can be a good point. But I, I, I'm looking more for a point from the Salford game than I am from the Barrow game. Yeah, because Barrow are good form, is we've got to go and get. We've got to go and get amongst them, Barrow, because they're going to be up for it. Because it's Phil Brown's first home game, he's going to send them out there trying to get involved in his week. I think it was the game behind closed doors up there last season when Tom Collins scored the screamer. Yes, uh, the lad Ollie Banks, the midfielder. Yeah, likes to leave his foot in. You know, they've got a few like that who like to get up them a little bit, and we just. I think sometimes when that happens to us, we go a little bit flat. Um, whereas we need to obviously not allow that to happen on Saturday, and we need to put up just just as much of a fight to them as they are to us. 
Yeah, early goal's crucial for me. Getting an early goal. It's up as well, Tom. They had, they had the last game against Orient, they had five bookings. <laughs> so that, that says that they like to leave foot in, doesn't it? Yeah, they, and it's going to be what Phil Brown is a, is going to be about if he's in a relegation scrap. He's going to tell his players that they've got a fight for every single every single ball in the air. You know, it, technically we've got the better players, so can we can we use it to our advantage? Yeah, we've got to hope so, haven't you? You just think if you can rattle them early doors, then think things go well, don't they? It's, mm. it's, Get that home crowd. I say home crowd. I don't really know what their their average attendance is. It doesn't look massive, but you, you get them on the back early doors, then we're laughing because we've got seven hundred nearly Vale fans there that'll be what more than up for it. Mm. So exciting times and things. It's uh, it's always nice to watch when teams press you when you can when you've got the technical ability to play around them as well. Yeah, and Harry Charles. Oh, enough yeah. that, so right. Well, we've got enough in our side that we can we can press them just as much as they can press us. Yeah, d- yeah definitely. Great. I think the big the big thing is you've got to look at it, and usually you look at a squad and think, I'd, I'd take him in the Vale squad. I'm sat here looking at their last eleven and looking, thinking, do you know what? The, I don't think any of these are going our team because even when we played Scunny, you you wanted their centre half, didn't you, Bez? Yes, who's now gone non-league. I, He's gone dagging a man in non-league. Yeah. Yeah. So you wanted it. You wanted him. So that's what I mean. Even when you're playing teams like that, you've picked out someone and gone. Do you know what? He's decent. But the keeper that they've got, Paul Farman, that's been pretty much everywhere in in the in the lower leagues. And they've got Niall Canavan at, at centre half. And I'm pretty sure, and you made the joke last time, Bez, it looked like he was towing a caravan. So um, no doubt you'll be making that again, hopefully, tomorrow. <laughs> sounds, sounds like one of mine. Joke. <laughs> yeah, sounds like one of mine. I can't remember it, but I just sound like one of mine, I must I'm pretty, say. I'm pretty certain he was. I think he might have even been at Scunthorpe at the time, but I don't know, he was at Bradford last year, so. But I I definitely remember the joke. He might have even been Stu before the game. I think he was Stu in all fairness. But yeah, he he's there, and you look at the squad, and it's just it 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 stinks of a Phil Brown side, even though he hasn't put it together, because there's just a, a lot of lads that have been here, there, and everywhere, and like they haven't really got a goal scorer. Josh Gordon's hit, I think, five goals this season. Um, and and then it's like I was I was saying he would have been decent, and then they've got Aaron and Marty Holloway up front that. Did nothing at Burton at the start of the season, and then he's, he's hit one goal in his ten games and been sent off for him since he signed for Barrow. So he's obviously got a bit of summit about him in terms of liking his footing. So we just, I think we just got to use it to our advantage, play football, and what what happens with them happens, doesn't it? Mm. I've just had, just had a look at their their team from Orient, and it looks like they've lined up. Five three two. Now, for me, Crosby's got to be standing in that dressing room saying, "Right, we're like for like. You're going up against your opposite number. Be the, be the better player out of the two of. You know, there's not, there's not a great deal of. You're going to have to drop in there if he puts you. You're going to be. It's, it's almost Sunday football, and it? it's like for like, matching up. Um, going with so, your individual. Individuals, 
Mm. Yeah, go and win your individual back. You know, was it against Robbie Gott? I'd expect was it to come out on top there. And you want all wing backs making sure that their wing backs are defensive wing backs because all mm. of that high up the pitch, don't you? Yeah, exactly. You know, get can we get Ben Garrity in behind Taylor, their centre midfielder? You know, get him running back. Um, but yeah, no, I'm I'm quietly optimistic without being overly confident because I've been here as a Vail fan too many times and watched yeah. his bugger it up. <laughs> That's the part, isn't it? The you you want you want to be optimistic, and I reckon if you looked on paper, you looked at Vale versus Barrow, the majority of people would be backing Vale to win, wouldn't they? Mm. So, but as a Vale fan, you're like, well, I remember when this happened, this happened. So you, yeah. you're a bit worried, but Colchester away. <laughs> yeah, away. yeah, already this season. Yeah, so we've we've I think, and I, we are probably done it more times already this season than we have since Mickey Adams was here but it is when we go to these bottom teams we see we need to be what you the commentators call a professional performance yeah and I think that's what we need no no taking your foot off the gas no thinking we've gone there and got the three points already we play until the 95th minute and we go we we've got if we want to go up, we've got to be going there and win. And generally, I think what we've done well this season, generally, is that we've come out on the front foot. I think that's important. Get out there, get on the front foot, put them under pressure early, get Wazer and Benning running at them early, eye up the pitch, get balls into the box. Proctor might get a tap in again. Just get at them. Yeah, that, that's the big thing, isn't it? Like, you, we, talk, we, we think about 11, it, kind of picks itself, doesn't it? Do you know what I mean? Like The only again, one question mark, I think, is is it Pet or Walker? I think that's the only question mark. Yeah. Walker for I'd, me. Walker for, me. for the game. Um because I don't think I don't think him or Aaron Martin put a foot wrong. Yeah. And so, I also think Pet, we are going to need between now and the end of the season. If he went off injured last week, let's not rush him when we've got an adequate replacement. If we hadn't got a Brad Walker on the side, then yeah, you're probably saying to pet, take injections, get on the pitch. We're going to need him between now and the end of the season. So play Walker, who's just as good for me. Different type of holding midfield. You are. Probably going to need him Tuesday, aren't we? Do you know what I mean? In all yeah. fairness. Yeah, but probably. You're going to want to rotate and against Salford. It's it's that question, isn't it? You're going to, you're going to want to be able to get some fresh legs in there where you can, so why not? Um, Although, think, if they're both 100% and you're saying to me, Pet's playing one, Walker's playing one, I think I'd be saving Walker for Salford because they're a bit more physical than Barrow. You've got Matt Smith that's come in there. See, I would be saving Aaron hand. Martin for Salford. I'd be playing in both, to be fair. But. I, would, I, would, I would rather start on Saturday with Martin in the three and Walker in front. And then if we are dictating the game... But we're not quite getting that final ball. I'd be inclined then to take Martin off, put Pet on, and drop Walker in, and he can almost play like he did Carlisle away. Mm, yeah, where he's almost a defensive midfielder, and Smithy and Hall can tuck in and do the defensive duties there. And we've got Pet on the ball then, who can get a bit further forward and create with these little through balls and and get on the ball. 
that would be that. And then obviously, you know, with Tom Pett's not playing all game, then Aaron Martin's not playing all game. I trust Brad Walker to not get six bookings between now and the end of the season. So he's not suspended. Um, yeah. One of them, one of the three is probably going to have to play. Yeah, because I think you did confirm that in our group chat, didn't you, Tom? Yes. The, the 10's gone now. It is yeah, the 10's gone now. Time. You've got to get to 15. Um, the problem does arise that if we do end up in the playoffs and he does get another six bookings in eight games, which I'm, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't rule it out. Um, but if he was to get it on the last day of the season against Texas, he would miss all of the playoffs because he would get a three-match ban. So we don't really, and I, 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 I'm not. I assume that when the season is finished, the bookings would still stand for the playoffs. I don't think they do. I think they start again for the playoffs. Do they? So I didn't know if he got a booking in the first leg of the playoffs, then would he miss the away leg and the final if we got there? I don't think I don't. we do. I think the class is an extension of the season, so we'd start again. Right, OK. Because that would be a killer. Yeah, yeah. Um, so basically, yeah, he's just got to get through three games without getting booked or sent off. I think he can manage that. Got to hope so. <laughs> He's got, he's got to, he's got to draw the line somewhere, doesn't he? <laughs> um, but yeah, I think out of that would be my only change to the side. I think Charlesley and Garrity have been far too effective for us to change that now. Yeah, yeah. yeah Harry Charlesley, Harry Charlesley was frightening last week. He's a great player, and I told you this the other week as well. I uh, yeah. I know him fielder. <laughs> I was talking about Luke Joyce before everyone else started loving him. I know my midfielders, and Harry Charlesley is one of them. He's, mm-hmm. he's brilliant. I love him. Yeah, like, he's he's going to be he's going to be crucial, and he's going to free up Garrity. And for Garrity, he had a couple more goals for this season because of the work rate he puts in. I just hope he rewards himself by a goal because he deserves one after his last couple of performances. I'm going first goal scorer, Harry Charlesley, this weekend. Oh. Uh, Harry. Okay, I'm. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Was it? Loves it. Loves an away day goal. Was. Okay. Um. I'm going Jimmy. Yeah. Okay. He's, he's got. He's got that. He's got. He's got the. He's got the feeling. He's scoring tappings. He's. He's scoring off bits. Bits of his body that he's not supposed to be scoring from. Wilson's is on fire. So. He's, he's getting my first goal and it's going to come after eight minutes. It's going to be an early one and it's going to set the place on fire. Yeah, I'm going Charlesley 12. I'll go, I'll go was a 10 then, eh? Yes. <laughs> We're all getting early goals. And that's brought to you by avtiming.com. To get yourself yeah. over to avtiming.com, Andy Vickerman. Um, some races coming up. We've got the Spring Treble, Handchurch, Kibbleston, Barlaston. South Cheshire 10k, Talford and Reeking 10k. And last week I mentioned about doing an ale and veil. We'd all get there. Well, some of us would get there and do some runs and people welcome. I've done three runs this week. I'm back in training. They're hard when you're a fat git like me, but we'll get there. We'll lose a bit. And sometime in the summer, I'll get in touch with Andy Vickerman. I'll let you all know what race. Sign up. We'll meet you at the start line. We'll have a photo. Maybe even get some ale and veil t-shirts printed. Who knows? Who knows? Me and Johnny will meet you at the finish line. Yeah. You, 
come to the start line, take the post, and then you can wait at the finish line with a pint. Yeah, we'll yeah. drive to the finish line as well, probably. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of the races are circular, so you start that's and finish right, in the same man. place. Yeah, I think that's even better. That's less walking. <laughs> we'll, we'll stand at the water table for you. They won't. <laughs> yeah. It scores, boys. What we, what we reckon? Because yeah. it's all well and good saying early goal, but if we're going to lose 3 1, then. <laughs> <laughs> 3 0, another clean sheet. Yeah. I'm getting 4 0. I think we're getting, we, we, we need some after one. I, Johnny, you've taken this right off my tongue. I was thinking you can't finish in the top three without smashing someone, and we haven't really, apart from Accrington, yeah, we haven't yeah. really battered anyone, have we, in the league? So no. I was, I'm going to go four nil as well. So what, bring, bring two nil defeat. As you say, it worries <laughs> me that we're all so confident. <laughs> Fine. You, you, you said it earlier in the season, Bez. We'll reiterate it. This Daryl Clark's Port Vale. We haven't said that for a while. This is Daryl Clark's Port Vale. Exactly. It's different. We're not. We're not going to bottle it. This. This. This is what's happening now. Let's. Let's go. Massive game. Cup final, isn't it? And then we move on to Tuesday with another one. And hopefully they start getting less pressure. These games do as, as we get as we go on. But at the minute. There's a lot of cup finals and there's big, big game Saturday now. And I'm looking forward to it until Saturday morning. Then then I'll be nervous and wishing that it was a normal end of season, just fizzle out because I can't deal with the pressure. Yeah. Um, because I'll, I'll start literally like thinking, what ifs, what what's going to happen? Like, when, when are we going to fuck it up and just ruin things? So until Saturday, I think is is the main thing. Enjoy yourself. And then, Tom, I'm sure that you'll be um, suitably ailed up. Um, Inebriated. Yeah, by the time you get to the game. So look after Jord. Yes, uh, I will. Like last last time you pair went to an away game at Arrogate, um, neither of you were in the best of conditions. I, I mean, I was fine. It was uh, Jord with his dragon soup that uh, had some issues. <laughs> but no, we will. We'll be looking after each other. And uh, hopefully bring the three points back. Hopefully indeed. So, Bez, you're going up, aren't you? Ah, going up, driving up in the morning. <laughs> Friend of the show, Simcox, Alana and Greg. So, we'll be there. We'll see you in the ground. Can't wait. New ground tick off. And what a big, big game. It is, isn't it? And that, that's the big thing, isn't it? Now, it's like the, the one thing, it, it sounds, sounds daft. But everyone, from minute one, let's get behind the team. And it'll, it'll come. It'll come. And it's going to come after seven minutes, eight, six, six minutes, eight minutes, ten minutes, whatever. But it's going to come. <laughs> I can't remember. The, the goal's coming earlier. It's coming straight from kickoff. No. <laughs> this is like when we we're talking about how much Daryl Clark was being paid. It's now that's it from kickoff. We're scoring straight away. Yeah. We're scoring from the halfway line once this is these. Why can't you do it again? Yeah, I'm all right with that. But we'll be back probably Sunday, I'd say, because um. I say Tom won't be in any condition Saturday, um, unless we've won, and then it might be an interesting one with with Tom being in that condition. <laughs> we'll have but, to see how the other games go. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think we'll be up at three o'clock in the morning when Tom turns up at home. If he turns uh, up at home, if he turns up at home, but if oh, you, I, I, I'm gonna have to turn up at home on. I, I won't get me Sunday dinner otherwise. Well, if you don't, just remind her when the cat went missing for three oh, days. She, you know, all the cat got was a tea. Yeah. You get bollocks when you go missing yeah. for three days. 
stuff all over Facebook, how bad of a person I've been. Yeah. Double <laughs> standards. I thought we were on about equality now in this day and age. Yeah, everything I do now just results in here wanting another cat. Oh. That's another one to, you know, get treated better than me. Let's be fair, though. It, it, if it's Wembley and you're saying, look, I'm not coming over for three days, you may as well just buy the cat. Yeah, so. to be fair, yeah. I mean, I, I think the uh, the ruling was at the minute, she can have another cat if I can go to Qatar. So, we will. So. Yeah, sure, I'll have to pay for it, like, but... <laughs> Well, I think that's a fair deal. Yeah, I think it's a fair deal as well. But uh, I'll probably I'll probably know more tomorrow after the draw. Yeah, that'll be an interesting one for you. See if it, see if you still want to go when when we draw Germany and a couple of others like the yeah. um, mock draw happened the other day. But tell, yes. her, tell her I'll buy her a cat if I can go Qatar. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not saying everyone else will end up with sixty four cats. <laughs> Well, there we go. So Tom, Tom's, having, Tom's having a menagerie of cats for over the next few weeks. So if anyone knows of any going spare, just tag, tag him in Twitter. I'm sure he'll appreciate it. Any any sort in particular? Uh, quiet ones that quiet don't one. pull me carpets because I, I, I don't know anyone who can replace them. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to be doing work when you get home, do you? No, no I don't like working from home, me. <laughs> I don't get paid, but funnily enough, that's the cat meowing now. Um, Age talking about it. So, everyone, enjoy your next few days. Try not be as nervous as I'm going to be Saturday morning and uh, try and enjoy it. The big thing is, have an ale and up the veil.